Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA. I'm your host, Justin Barker, and I talk to shotgun shooters from all over the world in every discipline, as well as coaches, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, and industry-leading companies that fuel the sport. Check us out online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Shotgun Sports USA is powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. Also brought to you by Ultimate Shooting Accessories, Rick Hemingway's Promatic Trap Sales, Sound Gear Phantom, Comp and Choke, Clay Shooter Supply, Clay Target Vision, and Cole Gunsmithing. We've had a lot of requests to do a show like this. I have Philip Pila and Dennis Springer on to talk about Pila's high-performance brand and lenses. Which ones work best for you, when, and why? Everything you want to know about gray light, white light, yellow light, and which lenses fit these scenarios the best. It's all in here, right now, on Shotgun Sports USA. I have Philip Pila from Pila Performance Eyewear and Dennis Springer on from Clay Target Vision, which is the largest Pila dealer in the world. And we're here to cover everything you want to know and you need to know about lenses and lens colors. I don't care if you're a pro, if you're a beginner, everyone has questions about what lenses to use and when to use them. Questions like, which lenses are best for my eyes? Which lenses work better in different light? What are the differences in red, brown, purple, and so on and so on. So this is your lucky episode because we're going to get into all of that right now. So first off, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. Phil, the older clay target shooters will remember this, and it's high-def specs and the original the original one ED lens, which was brown and amber, and that came in different light transmissions. And now it's evolved into something totally different. So talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, well, thanks for having us on, you know, and certainly uh, excited to always participate to try and educate uh, the community at large as to what we do. Um, we've been doing it now 35 years, believe it or not. And early on, as most people um, probably remember, yeah, we were high def specs and we really introduced the idea of a light management system and the first kit that we put out was actually called the system and what the idea behind what we were doing was that the eye performs which is fact better at different uh light values when the light is correct for the environment that you're shooting in so we decided that it was really important to put out our first you know technical product that would manage full sun medium and low light and the reality is our first lens as you point out was really dark <laughs> but what what that allowed us to do was really focus in on how we could manage manipulating color to a very large extent. And it's no mystery, the more pigment that you can put in a lens, i.e. the darker the lens, the more you have control of lifting color. And the very first lens that we put out did an amazing job lifting color, 
but we also found, you know, over time that, you know, a lot of shooters, whether you're older or younger or whatnot, um, would really want either more or less light, depending on really where they were at. So uh, brown and ED lenses, as we call them now, um, you know, enhanced definition, we've always called them high def lenses, hence high def specs. We actually changed the name um, because we were um, getting bombarded with our competitors' lenses that were being sent back uh, to us because our competitors were actually calling their lenses high-def lenses to kind of usurp what we were doing. And we were taking on a lot of other product that wasn't even ours uh, that they were having problems with because the story wasn't really matching what the lens performance was. So um, it was kind of an interesting customer service problem that we originally had. Um, which kind of leads us to really what we do and what we don't do when it comes to lens technology. So we decided to change it to a, a defensible position, which was our last name, which is Pila. And we didn't really think that anyone could rip off the position of Pila lenses. Um, certainly there are a lot of people out there that say they got high depth, this, that, and the other thing. So um, it, it was a good shift. But, you know, when we started, color was really what our main goal was, because I think, you know, people know that we originally started uh, off of a need that uh, my father had where uh, he was shooting in Belgium and this guy was knocking targets at 80 yards and he clearly couldn't see without a pair of glasses on. And it turned out that he actually was using a technology that was a prescriptive technology for helping correct red-green color deficiency. And that's really how we started and that's where the light bulb went on where um, shooting glasses and sport glasses in general um, never really took the position of taking color to the max to try and enhance performance. So uh, the combination of really manipulating color and really allowing the eye to perform at its best uh, at different transmittance values, meaning the variance of light that we all find, whether it's high light, low light, gray light, yellow light, there's all kinds of different elements that you need to take into account when you're choosing the right lens so that your eye performs at its best. How long ago did you start high def specs? When was that? Uh, it was back in 1988. So how much different is it now? I know it's a lot different, but I mean, how, how much different is it now versus back then? Um, well, it's very different. Um, back in 1988, we had a card table. <laughs> <laughs> and the GMC Jimmy uh, that we were running around with one frame and one lens. Um, now we have over probably, I don't even know, I'm just going to take one right out of my backside here, 8,000 different options as to what we can offer a clay target shooter and a sportsman out there um, in terms of the variety of what uh, we have to offer. Um, right now we have different types of technology. Um, in terms of the, the lenses and, and frame topologies, but we're, we're really different in that we have evolved from, I think, a boutique-type company to a major global player that really prides itself on an engineering position. And we're certainly very different that we are the only uh, shooting and hunting brand in the world that has an engineering relationship uh, directly with Zeiss and the only one out there that has a Zeiss platform um, in our entire product line. So we have partnered with Zeiss. Um, we signed an engineering uh, relationship with them in 2012. So we are now in our 11th year with Zeiss. 
And that particular relationship has benefited us from a company that happens to be the oldest optics company in the world dating back to the mid 1800s. So um, we are really blessed to be partnered with a superpower in optics. And we have really pushed the engineering envelope on the company. So, you know, one of the things that really is different as, as you ask is that we've really focused on the engineering. Um, you know, guys like George Digweed and our own homegrown Anthony Matteris um, came to us early on in our development where originally we were just a lens company um, and we were doing a ton of lens replacement, whether we were putting it in, you know, any name you want, people were sending us their glasses to take our lenses and put them in. And then uh, George and Anthony came to us and said, hey, listen, uh, we really love what you're doing, but we need a frame topology that's going to work. And that's really when we, you know, gave birth to the Panther system. And now, 24 years later, uh, we really have a, I think, a multifaceted optical enterprise that, you know, we're quite proud that we outfit, you know, most, I'm going to say, 90 plus of the Olympic teams around the world. Um, you know, we're on every podium uh, that any world championship has had to offer. And we have some of the best athletes in the world representing our brand. So, um, you know, those relationships don't come easy. And um, we're more critical of our product than our customers. Yeah. Let's back up just for a second. You brought up the Zeiss yep. technology. Okay. Yep. Let's clear that up because I hear a lot of people say, oh, this, this, this glass company over here has Zeiss lenses and this company has Zeiss lenses. And then mm -hmm. Pila has Zeiss. So right. clear that up for me. Yeah. This one's easy for me. Um, we are the only company out there that has an engineering relationship with Zeiss. Um, Zeiss as a brand, um, you know Zeiss from the blue shield in their logo. Zeiss is a very specific product that has extremely high standards and regulations to be able to utilize their brand and their IP. There is a company out there called Carl Zeiss Sunlens Vision out there that makes a ton of private label product not unlike any other major multinational company out there that has multiple divisions, we have the only Zeiss product. There's a lot of people out there that if you've got a dollar to spend and you want to go buy the yellow lens or the red lens off the shelf from Carl Zeiss Sun Lens, you can go and buy that. And there's tons of companies out there that buy those kinds of lenses. They don't have to hold up to any standard any regulation, any QC, no marriage of the frame to the lens topology so that you can actually get certified optics from the Zeiss engineering team that we're putting together. It's a completely different approach. To be perfectly frank, a lot of our competitors and other companies out there take a halo effect and try and get away with what I would call, you know, the sneaky marketing approach to say, hey, listen, you know, we buy our lenses from this you know, overall company called Carl Zeiss Vision uh, Sun Lens, and they all of a sudden are in the business of selling Zeiss lenses, which is complete nonsense. Um, and, you know, we've gone to task a couple times to take some of our, uh, you know, opponents out there in the, in the global space to task on manipulating the marketing. But 
there's there's the proof is in the pudding because if you look on the backside of all our lenses, there's a Z in script on the backside of the lenses that certifies that the lens is from Zeiss. So any of those other guys out there that are saying they have Zeiss lenses, just ask them to turn the lens over and show you how it's been certified by Zeiss, and they're not going to be able to do that. Um, so the the reality is, you know, um, in the old days before I started doing the family business, I was on Madison Avenue. And we actually called that a uh, puffery <laughs> and or the power parity claim. And that that's all just nonsense when people say that they've, they've got a product that they don't. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, we do have uh, an unbelievable relationship with the engineering team at Zeiss. Uh, and we continue to evolve our product and we're benefited from engineering that second to none. Well, Dennis is on with us also, and he's my go to guy when I want to see what lens is going to work best for me. And, and he's one of the most knowledgeable guys that I've ever talked to when it comes to this. And Dennis, welcome to the show. And tell, tell me your background in sporting clays, how you got involved in this sport. Well, I guess even in high school, my parents didn't, you know, my dad didn't hunt or anything, but I always had a love for wing shooting. So I started out as a young duck hunter and loved, you know, shooting a shotgun more than anything and uh, was around since the beginning with sporting clays when everything was hand thrown and things like that. And just always, you know, loved shooting a shotgun. But as time went on, uh, you know, as much as I loved the sport, I became a chromatic trap dealer. And so years ago, Rick Hemingway and I used to go back and forth who would be number one in chromatic trap sales. So I've, I've been in, in, in the industry a long time and it goes back to, I had, answered an ad in the back of a magazine for somebody looking for somebody to sell glasses and uh, Phil's dad answered the phone and uh, that's where our relationship started with between the Pilas and myself and uh, they've you know since the beginning I mean Phil's dad you know he would always tell me Dennis you can't sell out of an empty basket and you know would always you know help me out from the beginning and you know the support that I've gotten from Pila has has helped me you know grow this business and and it's something that i love i love i love the sport you know it's a tight-knit community and and i just love being a part of it you were we mentioned earlier that you're the largest pila dealer in the world how did you make clay target vision so successful and and being able to obtain that that title a lot of times you know when you see somebody successful and and i'll have to go to phil you know i've seen phil what's made phil successful and um and it's a lot of hard work but i think i think it's multiple reasons and number one is family and you know it starts with you know wife of over 40 years that you know wakes up every morning hearing packaging tape at five in the morning and and you you that's a keeper yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) justin you've met my daughter now right who's a big part of the business i mean she i mean she she was on the phone with me two minutes ago dad did you get this prescription and did you do this? Did you, you know, and so it, it, there's multiple reasons belonging to Northbrook sportsman's club, you know, having all those brothers and sisters at that club, you know, it, it's just not one thing. It, 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 it's, it's a, it's a big support system. And then always striving to never be content and really focus on customer service from the beginning. I just knew that, you know, I started clay target vision, really the online, like when COVID was, and I told Phil, I said, I want to become the largest dealer in the world. And he would tell me stories about, 
Dennis, you don't understand. He goes, I got people that buy, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product or, you know, and, and I, I kind of knew who my competition was worldwide, what it was going to be. But I, I set a goal out a long time ago, but it, it wouldn't be possible if it wouldn't be for, you know, you know, family, which includes the Pila family and a lot of friends in the business, you know, that really helped me. And, and I think our focus on customer services has helped us a lot. That's one thing that I noticed right off the bat. The first time I talked to you was how good your customer service was. You know, I could call and say, Dennis, I need a, a lens. And it, it was two days and it'd be sitting in my office. I mean, you, your customer services, without a doubt, some of the best that I've seen. Yeah, you know, I, I, would, I would actually echo, uh, Justin, that, you know, customer service, obviously, Dennis is, and, and his family have got all that, and the operations and what they're doing and that kind of thing. And they are, you know, one of the uh, dealers that we have that basically has a, complete reflection of what's in our warehouse so they have a complete line they've got all the lenses the frames so there's nothing that you're not going to get from them but I, I do think that the success really stems more from Dennis being one of you know our oldest dealers uh, the, the reality is he knows the product and he knows how to use it and I think that that's appreciated by the community at large because there's there's a lot of people around the world that resell our product um, based on the brand reputation that we've put out to really have a no compromise product and people gravitate to the product because of the quality of it. But when it comes to guidance and understanding how to use our system and our technology and what's gonna be most appropriate for you, not only where you are shooting, meaning environmentally, um, whether you're, you know, in a really sort of desert situation or in the northeast and in the woods, he has a repertoire of understanding of what we do and the technology and how to utilize it, which I think really is what makes the difference. I mean, we have a ton of really good, solid dealers around the world, but one of the things that truly differentiates Dennis and his operation is they, they understand the product inside and out. And they also have educated themselves on what really does make us different and they can communicate that. Yeah. And I think that that's probably one of the things that really has contributed to their sort of rocket ship success with what they're doing. So, um, you know, I think it's the totality of the package that you're obviously seeing, but um, there's a knowledge base there that is completely complementary to what the ethos of Pila is all about and the products that we're bringing to the market. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I was at Northbrook sports club for the uh, North central regional and I was hanging out with Dennis at his little setup he had there. And I watched him work with a guy who was shooting Pila glasses and it was nothing, it was nothing to benefit him. So after Dennis was working with him, had him try on several different you know lenses. He, he landed on the 47 CIHC which is an unbelievable lens for me. It's something new for me. I, I found Dennis showed it to me. I love shooting with it. And it was just neat to see, hey, try this, try this. He'd ask questions about the guy's eyes. And I can remember remember him asking, you know, how far are your pupils apart from each other and, and stuff like this. It's just amazing to know the, the, the kind of questions he asks to get the information from the shooters so that he knows how to fit them with glasses. I think I think I think for me when I when I work with customers, 
a customer will always ask me a question and it seems like I have three more questions before I can even answer one question to them. Because, you know, I think the biggest hurdle that I have trying to sell Pula, you know, with, with you know, people say, boy, there's so many choices and I just don't know, you know, where where to start. And and I, I always say it's like a pair of shoes. You can get through life with one pair of shoes, but you're going to get yourself in a situation where you wish you had a different pair. So I just try to focus on really reading the customer and and seeing how they're wired. You know, Phil Phil was really good with me early on in, in explaining that. And the thing that people don't realize is that we all have different rods and cones in our eyes. So even though we all can say it's a color green, there's different colors that help us see orange better. And so when a customer comes to me and asks me, you know, for some lens choices, you know, first thing I ask them, what color targets are you shooting? You know, how light sensitive are you? You know, what colors have you used in the past that work for you? And so just with a few good answers, I can normally get them to get product that I, my goal is to have with that customer be totally happy. And if, and if they get something, they're not happy. I tell them, you let me know. And we just do what we have to do to make sure they're happy. And that's in, and, and that, and that's one thing that I, I wish I could somehow get people to realize that we all see color different. Phil, you have so many different lenses to choose from. How, do, how does someone figure out what they need? You know, I mean, the bottom line is what we we've done over time is, you know, we're really focused on what's going to be most efficient for the shooter in the environments that they're shooting in and really marrying that to light. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because over time there's been companies out there that have tried to come into the space or actually existing, you know, players that they put out a lens and they're like, okay, well, historically, um, a shooter would come and say, hey, listen, I need a yellow lens, I need a red lens, and I need a brown lens, and can you send that to me? And, <laughs> well, yeah, anyone can send you a yellow lens, a red lens, and a brown lens that they just peeled off the shelf. And one of the things that I think, you know, is kind of emblematic of the way we do things, unless it's baked perfectly, we don't put it out. Um, so for years, years, I'm talking like 10 plus years, 15 years, we had customers come to us and be like, damn, we really love your lenses. The, the brown ones, they do amazing. And the max orange lenses, they're phenomenal. But why don't you all make a yellow lens? Or why don't you make a purple lens? And we just never made them because they weren't good enough. And the reason is because it's just not let's take out some food dye and make some colored lenses like we're dyeing Easter eggs and away you go. Um, it's a completely different type of process because there's a multitude of things that go into how we put stuff together. And one of the added benefits that we have is we have the shooting base out there um, where, you know, we have Olympic gold medalists. We have 27 time world champions. We've got, 29 you know american all american type shooters you know over the years and you know we can go on and on and on we probably could the group of us probably could do 400 shooters right now globally that are worth their salt that wear our stuff and and the reality is that's all because of the way that we've articulated what we do on our lenses and i guarantee you every single one of them uses a different kind of lens 
And I know the shooters well enough where I can tell you that specific lens is used by this shooter and this lens is you know, used by this shooter because all these guys see things very differently. And when you put something together, it is both a bench exercise, meaning we can go into the software and manipulate how we're gonna see color on a spectral curve, but it's the combination of how you actually put all the elements together to make color truly come alive. And if you overdo it or underdo it, there's companies out there that can knock your socks off with you know, getting this unbelievable boost in color, but it's not gonna do anything for your vision. And the, the reality is the attenuation of being able to do that in a restrained manner to get maximum performance really is an art. And um, that's something that we've been really honing over the last you know, 25 plus years uh, doing this is really articulating how we want to do color. So yellow lenses always washed the sight picture. Purple lenses that were put out in the market collapsed your depth of field. There was a whole myriad of different iterations that we actually had to manipulate the science to get a positive result where none of these adverse sort of um, you know, realities would affect the lens performance. So we, for years, never had some of these things. Now we're certainly you know, uh, benefited from a complete sweep of lenses where we've come up with a nomenclature that is baked into our delivery of our lenses. So the numbers on the lenses equate to what's called the luminous transmission of the lens, i.e. the amount of light going through the lens. So our 9.5, lens only allows 9.5% of the light through the lens, where our 92 allows 92% of the light through the lens. And then we've gone through different characteristics of how we want the lens to perform, where we've uh, you know, coined neutralizer, which is our N lenses, which you know, basically kill green uh, for lenses that really need to perform where you have a lot of foliage, or these backdrops where you want to suppress that color so that you can get more separation between the target and the background. We have HC lenses, which stands for high contrast, where you want to put an enormous amount of contrast. And certainly as um, the science evolves, the more contrast that you can put into a lens inherently, the better performance you're going to get out of the lens. Um, but we've really focused on bringing the science and the nomenclature to really articulate a language for our lens design. Um, so, you know, those particular types of things are really something that really differentiates us. Um, you know, our max lenses really concentrate on an accelerated nature of pushing a very specific piece of the visual spectrum that relates to yellow and orange um, to a large degree. But, you know, what we found over time uh, is that, you know, you really have to pay attention to how much you can push the levels of, of the color spectrum so that the eye still has what we would call true definition and clarity and the crispness. I think, you know, most of the people put on our lenses are like, holy cow, I see better with your lenses on than I do without the lenses because we're introducing a whole host of technology, but it's that crisp, really clear, accurate, lens reproduction that your eye sees is is something that I, I i'm really proud of that we've been able to do over the years all right so you're talking about the the number 
the lower the number, the less light, the higher the number, the more light for the people listening that, lets, that comes through the lens. Okay. I want to talk about these letters after it. You, you brought up some of them, but let me just bring up a couple mm-hmm. lenses and tell me what it means. Mm-hmm. So the 40, mm-hmm. the 47 CIHC, what does that CIHC mean? Yeah, the C stands for chroma shift, which is the latent technology that we have with Zeiss uh, that really is the color manipulation of what we do. So the way that we actually bend color um, and make you see color, we call that enhancement of the technology chroma shift, and we developed that with Zeiss. The I actually stands for infrared, um, which is a coding technology that we introduced about three years ago. We originally introduced it, I think, just on three lenses. And my father and I, we kind of tiptoed into this because I knew it kicked ass. It's 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 kind of the way that we do things and and it drives dealers like Dennis of ours crazy. But (laughs) we 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 slowly introduce stuff um, and we've been really very diligent about the way that we've run the business over the years. So we, we take baby steps, but occasionally we come across something like this past year, we came across, um, the red hot chili pepper lens, which is one of our, you know, our best lenses, uh, to date. And I I just knew out of the box after we got some of the production samples and we tweaked this thing. And, and just so you know, this is not something that we go into the kitchen and two hours later, we come out with, you know, a recipe and we're like, yeah, boom, that's it. We, we literally work on these lenses for over a year, year and a half with Zeiss. I'm already working on lenses that we're going to be launching a year and a half from now. Um, so the, the, the reality is it takes a while to really get these things baked properly, so to speak. But the infrared deal, we kind of limped into this. But when I first started working with it, there's a magic that happens between the coating technology and the pigments that we put in the lens. And when you combine these things correctly, it is unbelievable what happens. And we did it to start and limp into it. And we put it out there. And and I shit you not that we sold out of the stuff like in a month and a half. Every single dealer went through, cycled through it. And we were like, oh, boy, we don't have anything on the backside of this. We got to go back and make more cookies. Um, but. That the reality is we, we really try and be diligent about introducing stuff. But once the I, which in the nomenclature stands for infrared, which is a very specific technology that we uh, tweaked uh, and developed with Zeiss over the past couple of years, um, we have really migrated it across the platform now because it really has a special uh, element that complements what we're doing with the color technology and the native lens and then also how we can manipulate it with the code coding to not only cut glare, but increase actual uh, visual registration. And it has just, it's, it's kind of like a perfect cherry on a Sunday. It just finishes the lens beautifully. Um, so that's something that the I represents. So the CIHC, chroma shift, infrared, HC is high contrast. Um, so it's a real high contrast lens. So we're actually putting more effort in to differentiate color so that there's a separation in color which actually gives you more definition and contrast so that's that particular uh nomenclature uh that we are slowly you'll see the eye in a lot of our lenses right now uh and we've got more coming (laughs) okay so 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 the next lens all right that's my 
that's one of my favorites so far is the 47 CIHC. The next one yep. is a 19 CIN. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that means 19 chroma shift infrared neutralizer. Yeah, 100%. And um, it, it's funny because uh, we, we, we really pride ourselves in being an engineering type company. And you know, like I said, I mean, it drives guys like Dennis and our dealers crazy. But we've had, we, we, we kind of have been dancing around this transmission value, of, let's just say 20%, where we had a 20 um, uh, CN and then we had a 22 CN and then we went to uh, a 22 CIN and then we had a 19 CIN. And, and really what we're doing is we're continually manipulating that particular spectral curve for that specific lens and you 100 percent are right it's a chroma shift infrared neutralizer and the infrared element on the neutralizer platform really brought that lens alive um and the 19 cin is is one of our our top selling lenses and we are uh we're actually sold out of it right now uh, much to my dismay but um you know, the, the, the reality is, is that lens really is, is a special lens. Um, and what's, what's really great about it is the infrared has a glare reduction element to it. So what you want to do is you want to, to get pristine registration on a target. And, and you got guys out there, it doesn't matter who it is. You, you can name any of, of the American shooters or, you know, international shooters. They'll always talk about seeing the bird, right? And seeing the bird means that you want definition and accuracy on the dimples and the edges uh, and the rings on the target and all that kind of stuff. Seeing that stuff and truly seeing it, the better and more accurate the visual representation is of that, the easier it is to concentrate, register, lock on, and see it with clarity. That's what the infrared coatings are allowing us to do while enhancing the color profile. Um, so the, the, the nice thing about our neutralizer platform, which, you know, you've seen us proliferate where we first came out with one purple lens, so to speak, and sort of the vanilla vernacular of a purple based lens. Um, we don't really call them purple lenses. We call them neutralizer lenses because it's more accurate. A, that particular color spectral curve kills green inherently, but to the degree that you kill green and enhance orange or pink or lime or any of the you know, variety of targets that are being thrown right now, that particular lens maintains depth of field. And for this sport, depth of field is everything. You know, you want to be able to kind of gauge, is this a 15, 20, 40, 50 yard target? Collapsing depth of field, you're basically just putting a blindfold on most shooters if you can't really have maintenance of depth of field and over time a lot of a lot of lenses out there have compromised shooters ability to maintain that depth of field focus so dennis what would you say to someone that has a an older 20 and they came out with a 22 and and now they're back to a 19 do they need to get rid of that 20 and start shooting with a 19 how what would you say to someone like that well, I, I, my, at first I'd come with a question. How's the 20 working for you? You know, if anybody's watched any of my videos or talked to me, uh, I was never, on your first three lens, I, I wasn't too big on neutralizers because I really wanted to focus on you seeing that color well. But like Phil said, you know, the technology that he keeps, you know, improving and improving. I mean, short story, 
this I was at Northbrook at the Illinois State shoot, and I normally like to see if people if oranges work for them or if reds work for them. And so I always start with like a 55 PWC or a 47. Well, I had you know a lady that neither one, but so I brought out that new 52 CIN is the lower light version of that 19 that Phil's talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, w- w- she really liked that 52, and and I was kind of shocked. So so shocked that when I went and shot at Northbrook, I grabbed the 52 and compared to neutralizer lenses of the past, I cannot believe the, yeah, it, it grays out the greens, but what it does to orange was just shocking to me. So now when I start working with colors, I have to include that, that 52 CIN in, in one of my first picks when, when I work with customers, because like Phil said, that 19 CIN, the 52 CIN, they're really special lenses, and he might be sold out of them, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I've only I've only shoot with two. I actually carry three lenses with me. One of them is a 19 CIN X6, a 19 CIN Top Gun, and then the 47 CIHC. So I guess I need a third lens, but I like the 19 CIN so much. I have it in the Top Gun and the in the the x6 lens phil real 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 quick phil talk about that top gun just you know tell them how i thought you were crazy when you came out with that <laughs> well here, here's the deal and the, the, the reality is is what you want the the ultimate if you could i, I don't know if you, there's anyone out there that's a spongebob fan or has kids that spongebob's is on all the time they have this little squirrel that has a fishbowl on her head and her name's sandy right if you could actually take a filter and put it in a fishbowl and stick your head in it and still be able to mount a gun, which I know is impossible, but that kind of experience allows the eye to perfectly relax and appreciate filtration. And being able to appreciate filtration in peripheral vision is the key to success for the motor operation of the op to acquire a target. So when you can see stuff in your periphery sooner, faster, you can get on the target sooner and faster. And that happens when the eye is being benefited by the filter of the lens. The other thing is we've moved to um, a larger lens format in the top gun specifically for that so that you have more lens to be able to have the eye appreciate the filter in the extremities and the very first pair of glasses that i had in the top gun um, i called up a good friend of mine mr george digweed and i said george i just got the new glasses in i need you to take a look at them can you at least you know do me a favor uh when you come over i'm going to ship them to your hotel put them on he goes no problem. I got a call when he arrived and he said, Philip, this is unbelievable. I've never seen like this. And I said, George, well, thank you. Please give him a go. And he goes, and, and this is one of these guys, and, and you know, shooters left, right, and center. Some don't change their underwear. Some don't change their <laughs> shoes. They, they don't do, they, you know, if there's going to be a mix in something, rarely does something happen before a major competition. George took those, obviously went out and won his latest world championship wearing those glasses. and. One of the things that he immediately said, which really made me feel great, was because that was the design of the Top Gun, was I see stuff in the periphery that I've never seen. 
and and that's really what the hallmark of that particular glass is it has a really cool venting technology to help prevent some steaming and those kinds of things but the overall lens design is really phenomenal uh, in terms of the size uh, and one of the things that's very different about it it's one of the largest format optically correct in the periphery with perfection that's on the market and we also integrated a new nose with the top gun where we use a full silicone saddle um, that really enhances the comfort of wearing a pair of glasses and it also anchors it right on your nose so it's one of those pairs of glasses that you put on and you kind of immediately transport yourself into that fishbowl kind of experience where complete filtration uh, to to benefit and we selected right now 17 of our top formulations uh, in that specific model but the, the just the architecture of the design of that particular pair of glasses is has really been a, a runaway success for us um, so on a global footprint uh, the top gun is is really taken off for us um, pretty pretty amazingly um, and that was one of the things when we started the year uh, we were pushing real hard to get that particular product into play as soon as possible. We've been working on it for quite some time. Um, again, with Zeiss, the, the reality is getting a large format mask like that um, is is really difficult to make it optically correct. And the Zeiss engineering team just kept pushing us back to the drawing table to get the marriage of the frame geometry and the lens all done properly. Um, but that that product is 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 a sweet pair of glasses. Would you say that a, a a pair of Top Gun lenses with the Copa frames would be your best setup so far? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Copa the Copa hinge, um, you know, is one of those things that we've already been through a second engineering exercise on the Copa hinge, and and the reality is the Copa hinge allows you to tune the glasses. Um, so from a from a design perspective, I think it's a, it's a wonderful uh, addition. And what it allows you to do is change what's called the panoscopic angle of the glass. So you can either tilt it to your cheek or more towards your forehead. And the reality is when, when you're looking through uh, an element like a lens, the more parallel your eye is to the backside of the lens, the better registration you have utilizing the lens. So the original thinking behind it was to tune the lens when you're in the gun so that you could actually get a more um, you know, uh, pristine registration of the lens. Inherently, what's happened is it demonstrably changed the comfort and the fit factor because when you have the hinge of the Copa being able to sort of bend down or tilt down or tilt up, it immediately customizes um, the, uh, the frame and the lens setup on your face. So people's bridges are higher, lower, some are bigger, some are smaller, and what it really allows you to do is kind of get that perfect sweet uh, spot on your nose to wear the glass. And then the Copa is also adjustable in the temple, so you can you know pull the temple tips out to adjust length. So the Copa really is a completely adjustable um, frame, and then it also really benefits people that are using our inserts uh, because you can actually tune the attitude uh, uh, and the level of the uh, corrective insert. So. Um, it's definitely a, uh, a fantastic product uh, in totality. So, yeah, I, I, would, I would agree that, you know, that's definitely our most customizable and high-end um, performance uh, aspect to our glasses, yeah. All right, so I want both of you kind of chip in on this next one. 
uh gray light white light yellow light there's all kind of different lights can you explain what this means uh, sure um we have always been um at the forefront of differentiating light um, we introduced the concept of light management way back when we started um, so that the eye is perfectly relaxed what you know for years and and i always had to laugh at this because you know uh, guys would be out there saying, damn, I want to allow the most light into my eye I possibly can. And the guys are out there squinting because they're like, you know, got this high transmittance lens and they can barely see. And the reason that they can't see is because they start to squint. And as soon as you start to squint, you lose focal ability. So having the right light management lens in front of your eye so that it's perfectly relaxed is extremely important. So um, one of the things that goes along with this is how much light and what color light you're trying to filter in. And we've come uh, to the realization that yellow light, which is basically what the sun puts out, unencumbered by clouds, overcast, all that kind of stuff, is a, a way to tune the lens. Then gray light obviously is overcast and then you have white light that's actually filtered through cloud cover so you have different values and the actual uh hue of the light changes the way that a lens performs so it's 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 a pretty critical element um, to being able to select the right lenses so not only you have transmittance value being um you know figure it out well it's really bright or it's not so bright or the sun is lower but it's still yellow light we tend to you know really look at how we uh, engineer our lens technology to be able to take advantage of those situations so a lens like our new 92 cil which is chroma shift infrared uh, lime lens uh, is one of our top selling gray light flat light lenses because that lens was really tuned um, to be able to take advantage of those particular situations where a lens like our ADHC is just a low light lens that is more appropriate for uh, a yellow light situation, just not a hell of a lot of light being uh, you know, available. So there's, there's different ways to take a look at how you're utilizing the technology in not only the environment, meaning it's blue sky, green background, you know, desert, all those kinds of things, but also the kind of light that you're experiencing in those particular environments. Dennis, see if you can do this off the rip. Can you get, yep. can you give me four or five lenses to use in each situation? Well, I mean, specifically, like I said, it, 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 it matters, you know, if, if reds work for you or if oranges work for you, I think Phil could do a better job of that. My, my point is, like going back to contrast, like Phil was talking about high contrast, mm -hmm. you always got to remember, you'll always see HCs by your, your greens and your reds. You know, you won't see, you know, high contrast, you know, besides, you know, other, other light, other lenses. So it's, and another word for contrast is separation. And that's what we're always trying to do. Like Phil can tell you, Phil, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, I talk to Phil probably more often than he wants me to, but you know, I definitely my personal opinion 
when it comes to yellow light or in the sun, I'm always going to go with any ED. Because to me, when you have that much pigment in the lens, I just love the balanced approach. You know, we can we can get into, you know, a lot of hot lenses like a 24 CMX or a 28 CR, and they, they have the right light transmission for sun. But, you know, when it comes to, to balance, I'll always go with an ED for 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 the yellow light and when it comes to, to like gray lights and uh and white lights i'm going to leave that to phil because i, I like his answers because he just <laughs> yeah. understands it that well well the the enhanced definition lenses dennis is, is spot on you know i mean a brown amber lens um really is the whole you know basically the base color if you will of the way that we articulate our enhanced definition lenses so they're extremely balanced lenses and, and a lot of pro shooters out there, um, you know, whether, you know, it's a Corey Cruz or an Anthony Maris or, you know, Zach Keenbaum or, you know, you pick any American shot out there. Um, you know, uh, the, the reality is, and it, it, it's kind of fun because, you know, you got guys like Wendell Cherry who um, just came to us in the last year and a half mm-hmm. and, they they have really absorbed the the technology and the utility of it but these guys want pristine really crystal clear sharp imaging and the articulation in our enhanced definition lenses in yellow light produces that there's not a lot of need for over cranking the way that you see color when you have a lot of yellow light so you tend to find an enhanced definition lens in yellow light doesn't need to manipulate color to a large extent. Yes, we still have a nod to the piece of the visual spectrum that relates to the target, but we've basically buoyed the entire boat so that all color becomes more saturated and more vibrant. And that's what produces that crystal clear image in, in, in yellow light. For guys that really are looking for the wow factor of being able to really zone in on the target and get that help because maybe their eyes are not as fast, they're not shooting with more regularity, with, you know, they're not shooting three, four times a week, and they just want to be able to see it well and get to it fast because they're shooting once a week or once a month, those kinds of things. Our Max technology, which you know we've introduced the Chroma Shift platform to, which is a more enhanced color technology. But those lenses like our 29 CIMX or our our 24, which is a really hot lens, we've really pushed right to the limit. Because if you push too much, you get what's called, you know, a a luminescence on on the target that almost vibrates and it actually defeats the clarity of it because you're vibrating color too much. So we've, we've really articulated the 24 CMX to the point where you've got great registration, but you haven't overdone it. But the 44 CMX, uh, which is our medium light uh, condition lens, and then the 64, those are kind of like the wow lenses for the guy that really wants a huge amount of pop in the target. They want to be able to see it well, fast. Um, and those lenses will work great in yellow light. Um, as well as, you know, some white light situations, um, depending on really where the guy is uh, from an eye color standpoint and, you know, really what the environment is they're shooting in. But when you get to the high contrast lenses, those lenses are workhorse lenses. 
um, like our uh, 54 CIHC, which is chroma shift infrared high contrast lens, um, or our 47 CIHC. You know, those particular types of lenses really have manipulated color to the point where you've got those, those situations where light has changed from its native sort of yellow state where we're starting to really want more manipulation of color and enhancement so that you can deal with a flat light situation. And really what flat light is doing to the eye, it's robbing it of definition and articulation of being able to register. So those high contrast lenses are always ridiculously good lenses in uh, a white and gray light situation. And then you just need to manage how much light you're dealing with. So you start getting down to, like one of my favorite new introductions was the 68 CIHC, which is a lighter version of our 47. We had people coming to us, man, the 47, I think universally, I would say eight out of 10 shooters who look through our lens are like the 47, man, that lens is great. But can we get a lighter, higher transmission version of it? It took us a while to get to the 68, but that lens is doing really well for us. And that's where I say you're taking a gray, low light situation and really doing well with contrast. Um, so, you know, there's, I, I could go on for a couple hours as to why each lens is, is really, you know, very specific. Um, but, you know, the reason that we have um, over 50 different formulations is the reality is we have different technologies for different situations. Shooters are different. Shooters see color different. Um, and sort of the guidance and sort of the, let's just say the check the box, go down the question list that Dennis implements really well, uh, will get you to the right lens. And then one of the things that we haven't talked about, but um, really is the hallmark of uh, the Pilo Zeiss platform is our CGR lenses, which are our, uh, you know, glare reduction lenses. Those lenses are absolutely phenomenal because what we've done with them is we've articulated a science to peg reflected light so that you get the best definition out of what you're seeing. Um, but you know those particular lenses we have, full sun, medium, low light, and, and different sort of yellow, gray, and, and white light type lenses. But um, we, we really you know, take a look at it from all angles. And certainly, like I said, I mean, the, the depth of the portfolio, um, uh, you know, has some of our dealers, um, you know, going a little nuts. But at the end of the day, it, it's really about finding the right lens, the highest performance situation for a, a very wide cast net. Um, because, you know, we're selling lenses uh, in the desert, we're selling lenses in the mountains, and we're selling lenses, you know, across, you know, the, the world. So. Um, there's, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach to, uh, you know, lens technology. And, and certainly uh, a three-lens platform out there saying it's going to do everything is, is, is never going to get the job done. Yeah, if you, if you go to Dennis's website, claytargetvision.com, his daughter made a, a pretty neat chart that can kind of guide you in, you know, if you want the, the browns or the purples or the reds or the yellows. And he kind of he classifies them, or I guess what you call it, under each one of those colors so you can kind of see what lens is in what color family as far as the color of the lens so i think that's pretty neat you know that that she came up with that it's definitely helpful when i saw it i thought it was pretty yeah, neat. That's, that's, a, that's a good chart yeah so you know my, my whole thing is you know just always remember that you know 
the high contrast that that really does help that's probably why you and i both shoot 47 cihc's justin oh i love that lens i'm telling you and the best thing to do because i really don't understand this all these numbers i mean i get that it's the numbers or the amount of light that comes through the lenses but you know what i need is what i can always call dennis and say hey you know what do you have that'll do this that or the other and he can tell you exactly what you should be shooting with and what you may like what you may not like so and that's that's what i find fascinating about him is he's very knowledgeable about it and if you have any questions you need to call him or email him and he'll 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 get you the right answer for sure no i appreciate that justin let me let me ask you this question all right phil i know you just said that three lenses you don't need more than three lenses if you had to pick three lenses right now to go shoot with pick them that that's a that's a tough one because i i actually really like um our technology that cranks orange um so if if i was going to go select three lenses to go shoot with um i choose our 29 cimx i just love that particular lens um it's got a really nice bump and target orange um and you know it's just a really crystal clear kind of approach to me um our 52 uh cin um would definitely be one that i'd have in there um and then our 92 cil um so you know that would be my kit that i would go with um you'll notice that i don't have any ed lenses in it um because i'm one of those guys that is praying that there will be a day that i can go out and shoot you know five plus days a week but um doing what we're doing that doesn't really um help uh the cause in total because i'd be you know neglecting what we really do but you know one of the things i think that really change is different about us than than everybody else out there is we do the sport you know we we grew up knee high to a grasshopper shooting and we've always loved and done it so i'm actually proud that we're a company that services glasses to the shooting community and we actually do it um so that that would be my kit but the reason that's my kit because i need the most help i can you know to see that target quick and fast with the most amplification so um you know i'm one of those guys i was talking about that you know shoots you know a couple times a month and and not with regularity so when i go out i really want to see the thing really quick and and bright um but that 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 would be my that that would be my kit. What what frames would you choose? Um, my my frame of choice is is the Copa. Um, I just love the tuning of it. Um, you know when you when you do a pair of glasses, you kind of shoot the middle so to speak, uh, for fit, and that's just the nature of it. I mean, if you're selling, you know, globally, I mean, we need to fit. Um, you know, faces in Asia, we need to fit faces in europe we need to fit faces in the u.s and they come in all different shapes and sizes and when you're making a fixed frame that doesn't have an articulated hinge in it um you're always going to have a slight compromise so yeah we have an outlaw six and an outlaw seven and they dictate the size and the geometry of, of the frame design but you know when you can actually custom tailor the frame to your face um that's that's a big benefit and i just love the way that that frame allows me to kind of get a real good fit on my face so um you know that that would be it and you know the top gun is 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 really a product that i've been waiting for for years because the larger lens format 
is kind of funny because the outlaw is bigger than the panther. And when we introduced the outlaw, which is now the lion's share of the business, you know, it's about on a global footprint standpoint, the, the outlaw is about 65% of our business and, you know, in that style of glass and the panther is 35. But the, the reality is when I first introduced the outlaw, which was an oversized concept to the panther, I, I would say nine out of 10 dealers told me, man, that ain't going to fly. Nope not going to happen. It's just too big. And um, I was like, well, you know something, it's not big enough. Uh, and that really has taken, you know, it's, it's, it's place in the shooting community. And now, you know, uh, if we're having this conversation next year at this time, I'm going to say that the top gun is going to take the same trajectory. It's just from a technical standpoint and from just a ergonomics for uh, your face and the way that your eye is able to utilize a filter, it's just a better technology. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of really where, where we're heading. All right, Dennis, your turn. What's your three lenses and your frames? Well, for me, I am going to go with an, with an ED. So I, for me personally, you know, 61 years old, I like a little more light to my eyes. I'll, I'll that 26 CIED is just the best and i would go with the 47 because it works for me but if it was someone else i'd probably recommend the 54 cihc because it's an orange based lens with rose in it that has that high contrast that probably i feel more comfortable recommending probably the 54 than the 47. Yeah. i'll jump in there because you know dennis is a big proponent of that particular filtration and it is definitely one of our top selling, you know, our top five selling lenses. But it's it's a derivation of the 52 CHC. Right. So, it's know, a 52 CHC on steroids. Yeah. So the, the, and, and that's another thing kind of earlier on in our conversation with us continually to incrementally make stuff better. Um, the 54 is the, el, you know, evolution of the 52 CHC, which is universally uh, a lens that a lot of people out there really love and the 54 is just a new version of it that just has that extra sort of bite to it yeah and then for my low light as far as you know phil obviously that 92 cil it was a 92 chcl which was a high contrast reds and greens will give you a high contrast i'll go with that 84 because i just think the 84 will give you anytime you have a low light lens you don't have a lot of pigment in the lens to accelerate color but that little bit of pink in there can really help uh, give you a little bump in orange. And it being reds, it gives you that high contrast that um, 26 CAD, 54 CAHC, and 84 CHCG is my pick. And then as far as 84 too, but Justin only gave me the three. <laughs> right. <laughs> the watermelon lens, I, I, I really like that lens. Yeah. And, really and, and cool. Exactly. And then, of, of course, the frame for me would be the blade frame. You know, you know, I talked to Phil about this blade frame two, three years ago, and, and I said, Phil, I just want something simple that works. And there is always an appeal. A lot of people love the Panther X7 because of the simplicity, especially, especially women. And, you know, the frame wasn't in their hair, through their hair, under their hair. And, uh, it, you know, Phil made this blade frame for me, which comes in like half the weight of a forked frame. So... You put a blade frame on with a top gun with a nose saddle, I'm telling you, it's just, I mean, it just works. And so 
I mean, I like the blade frame. Like I said, you know, that to me in a Top Gun, it just the light, the light, it, the, the lightness of the frame just makes it a good combination. The only place you can get that is, is also with Dennis, the blade frames. I have, a, I don't know, a two or three sets of those. My son has one. He's he's nine, and I I really enjoy wearing them. They're, they're light. They feel good. That's uh, just what I use, and I have all of them. I have the Copas and, and the carbon fiber ones, and I, I, I use the blade frames. So I, I really I really like those. Um, and, and, you know, everyone listening there's so many different variations of lenses to talk about that it can confuse you and that's uh, you know that's that's where i am most of the time and that's why i call dennis and that's why you know i get someone that knows what they're talking about to tell me what to do phil one thing that you don't hear a lot about but i think is is important to mention is the warranty for pale lenses uh yeah well i mean if there's i I gotta tell you that you know i mean we have had over the last 15 plus years, I mean, we've really never run into an issue on a warranty problem, but if there's ever an issue uh, that's our problem on a manufacturing side, um, we, we stand behind it 100%, you know, um, you know, if a lens breaks, which we've never had a lens do that recent memory, um, we'll replace it. Uh, no, no issue. We also have a warranty program where, you know, if someone, ends up compromising the lens, run over with their golf cart, scratch it, those kinds of things. Um, you can send it in for a warranty replacement uh, for uh, a fee um, that is less than, you know, the retail side of the equation. Um, but, you know, that particular aspect of it. On the frame side, um, we we have a pretty robust uh, warranty program with our, with our frames. The frame breaks hinge any of those kinds of things you know we'll replace it no 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 issue whatsoever but uh in terms of you know our overall global sales um you know thank god we don't have someone in our return department dealing with issues um we haven't had to fill that particular uh you know seat yeah all right the new the new uh set of glasses that's out right now is called the raptor and i actually have a i actually have a pair of these and they may be the most comfortable glasses I've put on. If I had to, if I, if I compared them to the X sixes and then to my sunglasses that I wear and whatever else, these may be the most comfortable glasses I've put on, but it's not just that. Tell me about them and, and what they're about and, and uh, why you made them. Yeah. I mean, the, the Raptor is one of those that um, I'm really excited about. I, I think it's a phenomenal uh, platform. Um, and, and we, we have been in kind of a traditional glass framework for years. Um, we had, we started with our Sebring system way back when we were high def specs. And then we had other iterations like our Hornet, um, you know, that we worked on with Todd Bender way back. And then we had our, our Tomcat situation that was just a beautiful pair of glasses, um, that had adjustability. And then we went into our 500 series, which was the newest iteration that we did with Zeiss. Um, And that was a really good platform. But all our traditional glasses over time have always had detuned lenses, so to speak. They weren't our professional grade, top of the line um, lenses. Our 500 series has Zeiss lenses, but they just don't have the coating technology on them the pigment technology in them, 
it's, it's just a different platform that we call color trust and that level of technological sort of uh, uh, performance is not our chroma shift uh, you know platform so this year uh, when we introduced the Raptor um, my dad and I made the decision that we wanted to really bring forth a traditional platform uh, that use utilizes two lenses opposed to a mask like our outlaw or our panther for a guy that really wanted a, a traditional approach um, and put all our high performance lenses in it and we've never offered that before so we have the same lens platform that's available in our top gun now available in the raptor and the raptor product is really a unique pair of glasses because it is a system that we have three different temple designs. You can either have kind of a traditional cable uh, or, you know, our proprietary fork type of approach that's on our Panthers and our Outlaws and has been really a proven uh, technical solution over the last, you know, uh, 11, 12 years. And we also have a beautiful Italian acetate bayonet style temple um, and it utilizes a rubber uh, sweat bar. But the 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 interesting thing is we went with what's called a floating lens design so that the lens is actually um, mounted on a separate element from the front of the glass so depending on whether your head is bigger or smaller and you're actually manipulating the temples or the front bar of the frame it does not change the attitude of the lens floating in front of the glass um, and then it uses a really beautiful silicone nose piece that is also on our top gun. So that comfort factor um, is just really, um, really been elevated from our 500 series. Um, and it was our opportunity because we've had tremendous success uh, with inserts uh, over the years. The Raptor can use both fully surfaced corrective lenses meaning you know, each individual lens, the, the color of the lens and filter is what the RX element is, or you can go buy uh, a kit that has Plano lenses, meaning non-prescription lenses, and then put an insert behind it with your need for prescription. And really the reason for that was um, we're pretty excited to be able to bring a traditional pair of glasses to the global platform where you know, sending a set of corrective lenses to um, time, you know, over to Japan or sending our corrective lenses to Germany or whatnot, that particular type of business is, is relatively challenging. But now we have a traditional glass where the insert is literally the same size as the exterior lens. So you can put your prescription in and now we have a product that we can sell literally in the four corners of the world. Um, so it's, it's a pretty exciting platform for us. Um, and one that, yeah, I've, I've worn playing golf, uh, you know, General sunglasses, it's an everyday lifestyle pair of glasses that happens to be a real high performance pair of sports glasses as well. So you kind of get both best of both worlds. But, you know, the, the big story is we have a traditional glass now that has um, the entire portfolio of professional lenses. And, you know, from a corrective standpoint, it's, it's really a unique technology because when you start manipulating the attitude of the lens, meaning frame flex and those kinds of things, you actually change the power in the lens. Um, depending on how it sits uh, and how you're looking through the lens. So the floating lens design really is uh, something that's, you know, really changed, um, you know, our ability to be able to really, again, deliver a pristine visual experience for people. But um, I'm glad you, you, you like the fit and the comfort because 
um, that's a pair of glasses I wear every day now. And it's just, uh, you know, it's a really exciting direction for us to go and take on the traditional uh to the traditional market yeah and they come in different the frames come in different colors you could be elvis presley and wear the gold ones or hey you know some gold is in and (laughs) (laughs) i I know somebody's that gonna it's gonna make some gold blade frames yeah i mean yeah we got gold blade right uh blade frames being made for for dennis right now but the, the gold frame is, 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 is really, you know, it's, it's a nice pair of glasses, but, um, you know, we have it in black also for, for everyone who's a little bit of, you know, flash to it. But when, when you take one of the ED lenses uh, that we have uh, and put it on uh, that particular pair of glasses, like you take an 18 CD and put it on the gold Raptor, it's a damn sharp looking pair of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Dominic Grossi, uh, he bought that from Dennis, like the gold ones with the 18 CEDs, and he wears them around his sunglasses. So, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, so when are you going to actually make some some sunglasses? Are you making those yet? Uh, we we do have you know some lifestyle glasses. It's it's not something that we we push a lot, but we have tons of customers that that buy you know our lifestyle kind of glasses. The nice thing about the Raptor is. It's going to definitely bridge that, but you know we've had um, you know our executive style uh, that we actually have a lot of pilots that use our glasses. Um, so that particular type of lifestyle approach um, has has done real well for us. Um, but we haven't really focused on doing per se a lifestyle collection, um, other than uh, you know we have uh, a dealer of ours in, in Canada that has done some lifestyle glasses that are exceptional um that utilize the same zeiss uh, platform lenses in it so you know those are those are quite special there's four four different you know lifestyle types of, of glass but we we as a company have always just really focused on the sport aspect of it and people have migrated our our glasses into lifestyle on their own mm-hmm. um but we do have you know we do have products that that do address that uh, certainly with um, the, the people lifestyle is being sold out of Canada. And then also, um, you know, the variety of different traditional glass, like our executive that we put into the, you know, the aviation space and those kinds of things. Yeah. I appreciate Phil's expertise. And I mean, I'm like a sponge around him and, um, it, it, like I always say what, what makes a good vacuum cleaner salesman is somebody that knows that vacuum cleaner inside and out and uses it every day and being a shooter and understanding the product, you know, just helps me and and i couldn't do it without phil and and you know i appreciate his support and he's he's listened to me along the way and in we fight like brothers we've known you know we're family and <laughs> and uh you know and i'm you know i'm proud to say that so what about my glasses case that's supposed to be getting made what glass the, case my glass case you remember i showed it to you at northbrook are we getting that made oh yeah phil i i sent you a picture of that 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 smaller glass case. Phil said that we we're gonna make it. Guys always want to have some uh, uh, something where they can put a lot of lenses in a small area. Oh, oh, you're talking about the folio case with the with, for the lenses. Yeah. 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 We're we're actually making that, Justin. Dennis, <laughs> that to me. It's it's the one that's about three by five. Uh, it has the five slots in it. Yeah, with a zipper. Yeah, we're we're actually making that right now. So nice. I, I took Dennis's uh, photo there. He said, "Hey, you still have these?" And I was like, "Well, not really. You you like this case?" He goes, "Yeah." So I was like, "Okay, we're gonna go make it." Um, <laughs> I, I do agree. It's 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 a nice little compact uh, 
uh, case. But um, we, we have some really cool stuff, um, you know, coming down the pipeline. Like I said, we're, we're always, you know, 12, 18, 24 months out. But, yeah, that case is being made. Yeah. Well, See, good. Justin, I told you I'd lie for you, not to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be neat when that comes out. The gold blade frames will be cool, too. Is it going to be the shiny gold, like the Elvis gold? Well, you, there might be a two two variations. You'll have to wait and see. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, we could <laughs> we could sit here and talk about these glasses, like Phil, you said earlier, for hours. Uh, and uh, you know, maybe we'll do another one of these and kind of dig more into to uh, about, you know about lenses and stuff like that. But for now, I think we've- I'm, I'm happy to go as as deep as y'all want to go. Like I said, I mean, I can I I can literally talk for hours about this, but this is a a like they said, you know. To me, it's not a job. I, I just love doing it. Uh, certainly have had a, an amazing experience being able to do it with my dad for as long as we've been able to do it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm truly blessed to have, you know, the people that use our product out there. Uh, and we, we really are quite appreciative of all the people who entrust uh, their shooting experience to, to our glasses. So, um, that's something that we will continue to do and uh, we will continue to do it because we just love doing it. And for me, I'm kind of the geek in, 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 in the salad over here because I just get deep in the weeds and, and I just love being able to make stuff better. And that's something that, uh, you know, we, we really pride ourselves on. Like I said, it drives our dealers crazy because we're constantly coming out with new stuff and tweaking stuff. But um, I, that's really what our customers are looking for is just how do I get, you know, I, it's funny. I, I get, before we, we go off, um, they, they, I had a, a world-renowned skeet shooter come to me. He's like, man, I needed another quarter of a target on my score for the annual. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> a quarter of a target? And he said, yeah, um, I need that kind of bump because it, I, it would, like, get me up to, I forget what the number was, but it was a pretty robust number. And he goes, I think your glasses can help me get there. And I'm going to make a change. Can you help me with lenses, all that kind of stuff? Call me back and he, he, you know, achieved that. But that's kind of what really makes us happy is, you know, I'll give you another experience. We started sponsoring Caitlin Connor um, way back when she was like 12. And she came up to me and said, I'm going to the Olympics someday. And when she won her world title two years ago, I think it was, or maybe it was three years now with the whole COVID thing, I kind of lost you know, track. And, and I sent her a text halfway across the world and I congratulated her for, for winning that medal wearing our 500 series. And, you know, I got a note from her mother and it's it short, short note. It wasn't like she wrote me an encyclopedia, but, you know, thanking me for the support. And, and, you know, we had a little piece of that. And that's really what makes this whole thing cool is we have a little piece of everybody's performance out there where we can participate that our product helped them achieve that. And it's whether it's at like the local deal or right up to when George won his latest world championship or, you know, Anthony gets his first one or, you know, all those kinds of moments in time that we've been able to participate in some little minuscule fashion. We were part of that. That's really what makes Pila go and for us to continue to drive. And that sounds so cliche, but that's why we do it. You know, and uh, we're proud of that. I wear them. I've always worn them, and uh, you know, I've always enjoyed them. So I appreciate both of you coming on, taking some time out with me, talking about this stuff. And I'm going to take links to everything that we've talked about, if I can find it online, and post it up in the 
description here so people have quick access to get into uh certain things as far as the lenses and the ch- the chart that i told you about that dennis had and that kind of stuff so uh guys i appreciate you coming on spending some time with me trying to clear some things up about these glasses lenses colors stuff like that and i look forward to talking to you again thank you appreciate it. thanks justin we appreciate what you do yes sir yeah.